Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome see. to I, I Have, have a, a Strange, strange story, story Podcast. podcast. So this is the podcast where two sisters retell people strange and paranormal, um, well, normal <laughs> stories and experiences. <laughs> um, I'm Sister Lindsay. I'm Sister Rebecca. God, it sounds like we're nuns. Sister? Sister. Sister Mary Lindsay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are they um, all named Sister Mary something? I mean, I don't know how that works. I was saying sister more as like how Southern people say it. Like, uh-huh. brother, get over here. Sister, sister put your boots away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying it as. <laughs> like what our um, grandma used to call us. Yeah. She'd be like, sister, sister, I'm real crampy. And I'd be like, ew. <laughs> Gross. Sister, rub my back. That's a, that's what I was going to say. Is she would be like, I'm crampy. Rub my back. Sister. Aww. And I'd be like, ew. Aww. One time she was like, here. And she had this huge, um, like, massaging thing for your back. And she was like, ah, massage my back with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That memory I will never forget. You were really young, too. <laughs> <laughs> you were, were you under 10? Yeah, that shit sticks oh, with you. <laughs> We're today on episode number 65. 65. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have all sorts of fun stories for you today, ladies and gents. Yeah, like two. ghouls and ghosts and mm-hmm. goblins. And, and gentlemen. <laughs> that also starts with a G. Okay. I wasn't going for the G thing, but I'm surprised that it happened. <laughs> I don't, it just came out naturally. Girls. <laughs> I'm really good at G words. You are. Good job. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I Let me tell you. Oh, okay. Before you go on and ask me if we have any announcements, because mm-hmm. yes, we do. I know. But I also just wanted to say... Um, I am so glad that we're not recording this on camera right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just, (laughs) I just got done working out and my hair Uh looks all a mess and like, I'm tired. I'm not sleeping, which is going to lead me into to my announcements, which is just a list of things that I want to complain about right now. I understand. Let this world listen. Mm -hmm. First of all, let's talk about anger. Oh, okay. That that was for Danae. We're not really going to talk about anger. But whenever oh. she heard me say anchor one time, she thought oh, I said anger. And she got really pumped. And she's like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, it's an anchor ad. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? This is Danae. She is. No, you don't know her. She's oh. the host of the um, Witchy Woman podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me a text about that, and I was like, oh, my God, first of all, you I'm a little fangirl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so, um, yeah, I'm just here to complain today. Um, first of all, I will tell about our one announcement that we have, that okay. we're doing the Tales of Survivorship Stories um, in February, and we're still accepting those stories. It's just stories of surviving um, 
abusive relationships, and it can be of any type of relationship. It can be mm-hmm. a spouse, a partner, um, a parent, a sibling, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything. A friendship. A boss. A yeah. boss. A friendship. Yeah. I'm going to submit one about my relationship with my cat, Wilson, <laughs> <laughs> how abusive he is to me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, but get, yeah, get those stories into us by February 1st. Yeah, and they're all going to be anonymous unless you mm-hmm. want them, unless you we want to you want to shout out or whatever, but mm-hmm. I doubt that anybody's going to want that. Um and, you know, you can email it to us, you can DM it to us. Um if you want to call and talk about it and we can transcribe it, we can do that. If you want to record your voice, we can transcribe it from your voice. If you want to have an interview, we might be able to set something up. Just however you want to do. Whatever would make you super comfy. Mm-hmm. If you want to share that. Yeah. So anyways, that's my announcement. Um, and I have a few complaints. Okay. Okay? The floor is yours. The first complaint is, I've been on this diet for 28 days. <sighs> or I'm not. Really? Not, I am not. haven't been on it for 28 days. I'm sorry. It's a 28-day diet. I am on day oh, nine. Oh, man. I was like, but it's the 8th. I know, right? <laughs> Actually, it is the 9th. the 9th? Yes. Dang. You've been on it for 9 days? I've been on it for 9 days. Uh-huh. No uh, no sugar, processed foods, gluten, dairy. What else? Alcohol. Yeah. It's hard, man. And so no basically, fun. you mm-hmm. eat vegetables, seeds, mm-hmm. nuts, <laughs> fruit. <laughs> exactly i've i've made this really good stew um and i've had that every single night so at least there's that but uh, it's difficult man and the weekend's coming up and i'm not gonna be able to cook to have a glass of wine or beer like the struggle is real i know i'm (laughs) so sorry it's been nine days i know Mm -hmm. um so anyways there's that um i have been you know sober for nine days, so that's something. I mean, something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to talk about um, That's Weird ending. Yeah. One of my that's favorite the only podcasts. podcast I've ever really listened to. Exactly. I'm totally going to miss Christy and Ashley. Like, they mm-hmm. have, they totally inspired me. Um, I think inspired us to to make this podcast. Or they were one of many inspirations, but they were very inspirational. Exactly. Lindsay, this is the only podcast that she ever listens to. Mm-hmm. And um, they're yeah, smart women. So. I learned so much from them. One of my favorite things I learned from them is that um, that soil that's called peat mm-hmm. and how they find dead bodies in it. Oh, they're yeah. like preserved perfectly. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite episodes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And then about the woman who got pregnant by a impregnated by a uh, ghost oh yeah yeah uh-huh. phantom baby or whatever it's pretty cool yeah they had some really cool they got topics. divorced i know oh, they did the, it was the pirate ghost and the it was the pirate ghost yeah yeah what an asshole he's yeah, like i can't over. it's like i can't be settled down in this monogamous relationship i'm a fucking pirate <laughs> yeah. right he's got to go get the booty <laughs> okay oh, move on oh yeah <laughs> no you're done <laughs> anyways australia's burning oh yeah 
all of those animals are dying. It's one billion animals have died so far. Dude, you guys, we got to do something about this. I know. I mean, I mean, I don't know what we can do. Donating money is the only thing that we can do to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps people get back on their feet. But it, then it will also help um, get supplies to the animals in need. Did you see that article where, um, what's that guy's, uh, Stephen? Um, Irwin. Irwin's family is uh-huh. like rescuing all the animals, which, you know, they're a zoo, so, or yeah. a rescue sanctuary or whatever. But it's just, it's just so nice to know that they are there and they're I doing know. that. And all the people there that are taking care of the animals and stuff, like, I think, you know, I'm worried about the people and I'm worried about their lives, but I'm mostly worried about the animals. Let's just be honest with you. Well, yeah, I am too, because animals mm-hmm. don't understand. And they don't well, have evacuation routes, and they don't have people telling them what to do. Like, right. They get confused. Yes. And how they just suffer. They just die in the flames and the yeah. smoke, and they just suffer and die. We're This is going to be a major downer. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah. I am Poor. so done. The Everybody's... <laughs> no, the Irwins have saved 90,000 animals. Thank you, Irwins. what their account is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This episode is dedicated to the Irwins in Australia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just came up with that on the fly. I'm just really smart. <laughs> okay. All this getting rid of processed foods and stuff is really like, let me be my true self. When, okay, so then if you're going to talk about that, I'll talk about how um, okay. how I'm vegan right now, basically like you are. Oh, yeah. But I still do sugar and processed food and alcohol. But, you know, I'm basically <laughs> you. Um, but you're suffering more <laughs> somehow, I can tell. I'm suffering too, <laughs> but I'm suffering <laughs> because, and I don't know if you're having this problem because you probably wouldn't talk about it if you were, but... Being vegan means that you're just gassy constantly. <laughs> it is constant. And let me tell you, there have been several slip-ups where I've been like, <gasps> oh, a little snap. At work. A little snap at work, and then you just laugh harder. You're like, oh, it wasn't a fart. <laughs> no, I've never I've done been, that before. <laughs> I've been very fortunate in that no one has been around or like seen me when it's happened but it's getting pretty risky and I don't know what I'm gonna do moving forward but something is gonna have to be done like I can't continue to work this way oh I can't continue to live like this you're gonna have to get some gas x Lindsay I'm gonna have to do something something's gonna have to change yeah Um, I was thinking about it I was like dude all I'm eating I'm just eating fruits and vegetables that's Fucking literally all I'm eating. Like, oh literally? <laughs> all I had to name was a grape and then just a bunch of gas. <laughs> okay, that's it. I think we sound real, uh, this is, you know, real pretty privileged. Yeah, yeah, this is awful. I know. <laughs> all right, next. Poor us giving us our food. Mm, right before I'm... that, we talked about Australia burning. So, yeah. Oh, we're pretty we much like assholes. a pack of assholes. Might just uh, skip all this part, cut it out. Cut it out. Mm -hmm. Cut it out. Nice. So um, so I'm going to go first today. Okay. I have a story about a haunting question mark. Mm. Um, So the title was a haunting or astral projection question mark. Um, But I just left it with a haunting because um, I don't see where the astral projection comes in here. This you might later or somebody else might 
read into it a little bit differently, but I see this as a haunting. Okay. So this is a story of um, a husband, a wife, a stepdaughter, and a two-year-old son. So the wife is telling the story, and the stepdaughter is um, the child of the husband. So this happened many, many years ago. Um, This woman and her husband bought a fixer-upper house, and she said looking back at it, she was like, I don't know what I was thinking. She's like, there was, it wasn't a paranormal feeling whenever she bought it, but it was just a piece of shit. Like it Aww. was trashed. For example, the guest bedroom, um, had there, the walls were covered in black and red candle wax and <laughs> which is Ding. really weird, right? <laughs> um, and I think, I'm sure there was some other things, but that was kind of the one tidbit of information that she gave um she did become friends with a woman who um, ran a daycare across the street and this woman spilled the tea about the guy that used to live there she said that this dude would come outside in a floor-length hooded black robe Hmm. and just be a little weirdo standing outside in his black robe um and they just figured it was a weirdo teenager being a dum-dum satanist wannabe and by the way he looked exactly like her husband, except his hair was red. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's almost like a doppelganger. It is sitch. almost like a doppelganger sitch. So anyways, this guy's long gone. They moved out or whatever. Um, they have the house now. And she she cleaned up this guest bedroom. She got off all the wax off the walls. She made it into a nice bedroom for her stepdaughter to use whenever she came to visit. Mm-hmm. And she said everything was fine. There was nothing weird about it. She never got any weird feelings whenever she moved in or whatever. But eventually, in her words, all hell break broke loose. So she started having night terrors. She would see a hooded figure. Oh, no. And it would stand over her, pointing his bony finger at her. Oh. I know. That's okay. mean. Mm-hmm. She said she has never had night terrors before this, and she's not had night terrors after this. So something in the house was causing this. So um, did they move from the house? Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Okay. Thank you for spoiling the end. Well, you fucking spoiled it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, I don't live there anymore. Um, I'm sure that people probably got that anyways. Uh, so, so, so then another weird thing happened. She said her two-year-old said that he saw an angel while he was in his bed. And she was like, oh my God, you saw an angel? <laughs> She's like, what did it look like? And he mimicked it. And she said, um, <laughs> the kid made a terrible, like, gasping noise. And he was opening and closing his mouth. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> I don't I, like that at all. I do. Mm-mm. I think it's like one thing I like about it is because like kids don't understand and he didn't comprehend that that was scary. I know, right? <laughs> so he- I think that's what makes kids so fucking freaky. It makes kids real creepy because they yes. don't realize it. And he's like, right. let me interact it for you. And then like <laughs> he gets in a backwards, like he gets in a headstand and like crawls backwards across the room or something. It like- was an angel. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, but she said the worst part was um, coming to a head. She said that her stepdaughter um, just booked it out of her room, ran downstairs, and or ran to the living room and jumped on the couch next to her. And she said she was pale as a sheet. Okay. And she's like, what's going on? She's like, my dad is hiding in the closet. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And so the wife was like, he's actually driving, drying his hair in the bathroom. There's absolutely no way he could be in your closet right now. She didn't, I don't think she said any of this to them, to her. Um, but she went to the kid's bedroom. She looked in the closet and there was no, nobody there. So at this point, the whole family was getting ready to go on vacation. And um, they were loading the kids up in the car and the dad had just finished checking things out in the house just to make sure that nobody was there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the stepdaughter again freaked out and said the man she saw in the closet was staring out the window, uh, out the bedroom window at them. Everybody looked and they didn't see anything. Uh-huh. Um, it was just the stepdaughter that saw st- something. And um, so the stepmom was like, what did you see? Describe him to me. And she said, okay, he's wearing a black t-shirt, jean shorts, and he looks just like our dad, except he's got red hair. Okay. So um, they moved out of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it was very shortly after that happened. They decided to pack it up and leave. She said some other shit had happened, but these are kind of the worst parts of it. She said that they attempted to sell the house, but nobody made an offer. And so they had to just let it go to the bank. But she said it was worth the bad credit. Oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty... I don't think it. I don't see astral projection either. I don't understand. I, th- I wonder if she was thinking maybe her husband was astral projection projecting. Because I mean... the guy the guy looks at like her husband. Oh, that's the only thing that I could put together. But then one of the, I would, but then one of them, well, he would be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can't be at two places at once if he's not trying in another place. Okay. I see what you mean. Because then it says doppelganger. Right. But he had red hair. But I guess doppelgangers can get things wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like they that. Get, they get, they get peace. They get something wrong. Like, yeah. Like that story. That we talked about that one time where the girl went into the building and then she saw her friend hanging out the window and like there was something different about the her. The face was like all morphed and everything. Yeah. 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 They could so, have gotten something wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's my theory on this. Okay. Let's go back to that kid making the face yes. and gasping for air. I think, <laughs> I think this young man committed suicide in the house by strangling himself. Okay. And... um. <gasps> Does that make sense? (laughs) It does. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And maybe he did it in the closet. Maybe it was like, I don't know. I don't want want to even think about anything else besides maybe he strangled himself. Uh Uh-huh. And maybe he haunts that bedroom or haunts the house. He could. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Did the neighbor didn't say that anybody died or anything? They didn't. Huh. Yes. And 
I don't know how long ago this was, but don't you feel like if there if a murder happened or somebody died in the house, you have to disclose that information? I think you have to. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a moral obligation. I think it's a legal obligation that right. whenever you're selling a house. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Well, I just wonder if that was um, when that law came into effect. Like, I think it's been around for quite a while. Okay. But I think that um, maybe that's why this person thinks astral projection. If that, I mean, if it's, maybe this person can, if it's not the husband doing it, it's the, the old owner. He could astral project into their home. Oh, dang, Lindsay. Maybe that's what she meant by astral yeah. projection. Yeah. And so it was actually the kid who used to live there who was showing up. He's like, surprise, I'm back. Just to hey, like, guys. To, yeah, my just room to was great. Yeah, look this what you did to room. it. Get out, God. <laughs> There's a baby in here now. <laughs> God, I hate this place. This is my candle room. Where's all my stuff? <laughs> Where's all the wax? Do you know how long that took? <laughs> I don't know. It could be that. It could be that. Who's going to have a seance? (laughs) I don't know. Fine, I'll just hang out in the closet then. (laughs) I'm going to sit here and pout. Don't come in. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend that he said uh, whenever he was living with one of his girlfriends, when they would get in a fight, and he would act like he left. But he wouldn't leave. He would go in the closet. Sit what? There. I don't That's know. so weird. Because he's he like, would, well, I don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, he's like, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm just going to sit in the closet. I'm going to make her think I left. I'm going to stay here. So then he would just emerge out of the closet. He'd be like, I'm back. <laughs> I just imagine him like opening the door and like rolling his body out. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired of being in the closet. And she's like, I did not put you in there. <laughs> fucking weird he was like interesting because a few years later after her i came out of the closet (laughs) (laughs) yes i love this i know it's kind of funny story it makes it's full circle dude like yep you put yourself in the closet by dating this woman yeah And now you're That's out good yeah. forever for good. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great story. I'm um, glad I figured out the astral projection story. You're welcome. I am, too. I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah. man, not astral projection. Yeah. You, have, you made a good point. Mm-hmm. A little twerp who's coming back just to fuck with them. Yeah. He probably has this weird power that, mm-hmm. and by power, I mean, like, astral projection, projecting and just being an asshole you know real real teenage power oh yeah real Mm -hmm. angsty yeah you know but he was an adult because he owned the house i don't know if he was if he owned it or if he just lived there because he lived in a house (laughs) 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 Um, so yeah i mean i so i just thought so with my assumption that he had hung himself um, I thought that maybe this was a either an intellectual haunting or a resi- residual haunting. Um, okay. So I'm thinking maybe intellectual, like 
this guy's aware that um, people are living in the world and maybe he's trying to inter- interact with them a little bit. Um, and maybe he's just attached to that place. Yeah. You know, a resi- yeah. I feel like if it was a residual haunting, he wouldn't be like, yeah, he, I mean, unless he just hung out in a closet all the time. No, because I think they saw him in other areas and the baby saw him right in his room. And mm-hmm. so, um, I, I don't think it's a residual haunting. Yeah. You think it's maybe intelligent? Yeah. Because the residual, if it is a haunting, but right. a residual haunting would be the same thing over and over and again. Like if the person jumped out the window, every time you saw them, they'd be jumping out the window because mm-hmm. all the energy is put into that one time or right. a lot of emotion. And so it just replays a lot of trauma. Yeah. You know what I, what I read about in intelligent hauntings is they say that, um, with an intelligent haunting, sometimes the, the spirit doesn't know that it's dead. Yeah. Like something may have happened really quickly in, um, they didn't even realize that it happened to them. And so they're just yeah. stuck. They're just kind of stick. They stuck around and they don't understand why people aren't talking to them or interacting with them. You know what um, that reminds me of? Oh no, this you're going to say something sad. I'm going to say something sad. Might as well. It's that episode. I know. I read an article today that was, that was like, it was written by a vet who was like, uh-huh. you shouldn't leave your animal whenever you're putting them to sleep. They said, I know it's hard on you. And they said, but do you understand that your animal searches for you when you leave the room? And if you're not present with them, they're going to forever be searching for you. And I was Shut like, ah! oh my yes. God, that's so sad. It is sad. Anyways, Jeez. it reminded me of someone being stuck. I hope that then that I was like, happen. I wonder if animals get stuck because of that. I hope they're searching they for don't. their owner. I know. Yeah. I think it um, can happen. Yeah, it could happen. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's my story. Okay. And it's a good let's, one. Let's hope that animals don't get stuck in a vet hospital for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I really hope so, too. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, oops. Oh, it's okay. I cuss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> did you in say oops? Yeah, I did. In 2020, we're going to stay oops instead of fucking shit. Oh, oops. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know either. We have that E for a reason on our <laughs> on our show. We are explicit. Um, okay, so I have a story. I have a Wendigo story. Yes. It's been a fucking long time since we've had a Wendigo story. It's been a really fucking long time. It's exciting. Um, so this this comes to us from Reddit from Milkshake Socks eighty eight twenty three. Oh yes. Yeah, it's fucking cute. It happened. This so this happened like two years ago, Hmm. and so this is this is her experience. Um, so she decided that she was gonna go camp out in a national forest in California, uh, and she's she's gonna go by herself with her dog, which I think is terrifying, and I think she's very brave. She must be very outdoorsy, or maybe she's yeah, she was. She's probably a strong, independent woman. She's a fucking survivor. <laughs> she is. She survived a night of camping by herself. She probably, like, carries a knife with her everywhere she goes and, like, Maybe can start does. fires. Yeah. I'm already, like, excited. Okay. So she's by herself. <laughs> she's on a road trip with her dog. She's driving deep into this national forest. Um, 
I'm not going to pronounce it because we all know I'm really bad at pronouncing things. Anyways, she likes to go to national uh, forests. She goes to them a lot. She likes to be isolated. She likes for her dog to be able to like roam around for free. Um, she said that the trade-off is that sometimes it's kind of in sketchy or rough areas or areas that are hard to get to and that there's not a lot of like assistance to get to those places. But in her opinion, it's like worth it. Anyways, so she's trying to go deep into this national forest and she's driving up like a dirt road that's curling around a mountain and it's kind of like early evening. Um, she said that as she was going, it's nice outside, it's sunny, it's warm, there's a slight breeze, it sounds like a beautiful day. Um, but she says as she's driving, nothing serious happened, but she started to get like really uncomfortable, kind of like an icky feeling as she's uh, driving up the side of the mountain and it just wouldn't go away. Like she just had this deep seated feeling. Um, she started to think that maybe she shouldn't stay there. And she even started to text her boyfriend as she's driving up the mountain saying, I'm not really sure if I should be here. It feels really kind of weird. Well, then she lost service to her phone, which I think is normal, right? If you're up in the mountains. Yes. Okay. That so that's normal. normal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she, as she's driving, she's lost connection. She said that she kind of starts looking for a sign of another person having been around the area and she couldn't see anything. She pulled over. She got out of her car. She took her dog with her and uh, they walked over to the edge of the road that she'd been driving up and she saw a dead squirrel with some broken glass mixed into the dirt in the road. Oh. And she said that her dog just started to growl slightly. It was, you know, pretty quiet um, the dog is vocal, but she's never really seen or heard her dog growl, uh, at or with other dogs. So it was kind of different. Um, she said she did see the dog growl at a possum once, but it could have been something she smelled. She didn't know, but she continued to feel really like on edge. And she even said that she's an independent traveler. She's a backpacker. Um, and so she was like, I can do this. Um, so they, she, she got the dog back in the car and they started to go to look for a place to camp. But she keeps seeing more and more dead animals. Um, and she said the weird thing is that as she's going up the mountain, people only go up the mountain like five to ten miles per hour. So she thought it was kind of weird because it's not like a lot of animals would be hit. So then she starts to hear men's voices. So she says they sound close and she wants to call out to the voices and maybe she wants to pull over her car Um to see, you know, if she can see these people talking, but she gets the feeling that she shouldn't pull over. She can't make out what the people are saying, what the men's voices are saying. She doesn't see signs of people anywhere. Um, and so she just keeps slowly going up the side of the mountain to see if she can find out where those voices are coming from. Um, she's never, she said usually when she's camping, she doesn't run into other people because of how deep she goes into these forests. So of course she starts to feel like more and more unsettled about these voices. Um, and at this point they've gone and come a few times. So she's decided she's not going to do this. She's going to turn around and she's going to go home. She doesn't recall how her dog was acting as they were going down. Um, but she says like she dangerously, quickly went down the side of the mountain, um, never saw a sign of anyone and decided that she was just going to get a hotel for the night. So, um, she tells herself that she thinks everything was just fine. Animals die. 
glass gets broken, nothing happens, it's fine. Um, but she said that this this feeling and this space is something that she's never been able to forget. Um, she says it's something that has just made her so uncomfortable and it was so frightening to her um, that it just made her feel so uneasy. So she says, after this this event that happened, she said, fast forward a year. So she tells these a few people that she knows about going up the side of the mountain and how weird it made her feel. Um, she said it almost felt like it was haunting vibes that it gave her. And she started to look up the park on Google to see if she could find anything. Um, but she didn't find very much. She said she really likes scary movies. Um, and so she's, she finds herself that she's been very, very interested in what could have happened. Um, so she continues to try to do more research And then she says, later on, she and her boyfriend were going to Wyoming for a wedding. And after the wedding, they're heading up to go camp somewhere. And they're listening to what she considers some scary podcasts. Um, I know it wasn't. (laughs) She was listening to No Sleep, then X-Files, and then ended up on True Stories that talked about Native American lore. So she said she's kind of paying attention. She's playing a Pokemon game. She's petting her dog. And then she hears the narrator mention Wendigos. They very briefly say what they are, and they mention that they can mimic voices. And she said that she had the most horrible chills that she's ever had in her life whenever she heard that. She looked at her boyfriend, and she said, do you remember how terrified I was that time I was going into the park? And he was like, well, yeah, you were texting me the whole time. Um... And she's like, I think it was a Wendigo. And he was like, yeah, I told you that. I told you I thought it was a Wendigo or like Bigfoot <laughs> or something. And she was like, holy shit. Um, so she's she's really surprised because this has already been said to her, but she didn't understand what it was. So she says she has a ton of questions about this. So she starts going to some of these websites to look up what can happen in these national parks. And she finds and she looks up missing persons Um, And the first thing that catches her eye is that there is an article about another family going missing in the national park that she was headed to. She went to several different websites and new article news articles that were about people missing from that national park. She said they're kind of hidden and buried, um, but she was able to find these stories. So it said that in about eight years, a hundred people had gone missing from that um, area that she was in and they are never found dead. And she was saying that found. Yeah. Wow. It's that just the people gone missing. Mm -hmm. So she says that she's done a lot of traveling on her own. She's gone all over the country and she has never felt the way that she felt at that time. And so looking through some of the comments, a lot of people mentioned to her, Um, well, number one, there's the theory that this could be a Wendigo, right? So Mm -hmm. Wendigos are like spirits, bad spirits or monsters that can take over a person's body and basically make them cannibals, um, or do, you know, like really awful, horrible things. And it's considered folklore. Um, but they also can do things like mimic voices to lure you in so that they can kill you or eat you or take over your body and have you do like awful things. So there's the theory that it could be a Wendigo. I'm not so sure I'm on board with that because 
usually if it's going to be a, a voice that's being used to like lure you and it's going to be a voice that you know, like call me crazy. But if I was out in a forest and I heard a bunch of men's voices, I wouldn't go to all those men's voices. <laughs> like <laughs> It wouldn't lure me to them. It no. would actually lure me to go the other way. I'd be like, ah, fuck that. I'm not going to be in a fucking forest alone with a bunch of men. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not so convinced that it was a Wendigo. If it had been a voice that she was familiar with, like a, her mom's voice, her brother's voice, her boyfriend's voice, I would totally think it was a Wendigo. So um, I'm not convinced that it was a Wendigo, but what piqued my interest is we had an episode where I talked about the missing 411. Mm-hmm. And those are classified as people who, who disappear in these national parks and nothing is ever found. Um, on, you know, their bodies aren't found. We don't understand what happened to them. They just fucking disappear. And there's theories that there's, you know, all these weird things that could happen. They could be abducted by UFOs. They could be killed by Bigfoot, Becky. No, never. Wendigos could eat them. Mm -hmm. So there's all these different theories. And so I feel like she did escape something. I do feel like she was walking in to possibly becoming one of the missing 411. But she said the one thing is that she trusted her gut and she was like, something is fucking wrong here. And she turned around and this is an experienced camper, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's her story. And I would like her to know, I don't think it's a Wendigo. I think she was next on the list for a missing 411. Dang. I know. Wow. And what if the male voices were like hooded figures talking about how they're going to kill her? Oh, no. And their voices are caring. Oh, no. I know. That's I mean, there's so many different things that it could have been. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I want to know what the national park was called. Okay. I can try to say it for you. You know I hate pronouncing things. I just want to know if it's... it's, Do you know where it is? It's in California. Okay. Well, then never mind. It's called the uh, Mendocino National Forest. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was anything else. Well, the other thing to think about with Wendigos, too, is I think they usually come out in very, very cold weather mm-hmm. when food is scarce. Yeah, it's it's kind of what um, what makes, not what makes Wendigo, but kind of, well, I guess kind of, like the, the scarcity of food. Yeah. Um, you know, they're the spirit that will turn you into a cannibal. Yes. Um, and why would you eat another person if you have plenty of, of vegetables and <laughs> yeah, fruit? and fruit and <laughs> seeds. And seeds um, and nuts and uh, lentils. Yeah. That reminds me. Because I was even talking about earlier that there's even like a controversial mental illness called Wendigo psychosis. <laughs> And that's where there's cases of people who have like eaten their family, even, but this oh. is even though they have food. Oh my God. Suggesting that cannibalism wasn't per- purely like for uh, survival. Yeah. Okay. But I guess there's cases of people who just, you know, eat their family. Just feel like eating people. You know, I'm just going to eat people. Well, I mean, maybe. I've never eaten people. I don't know what that's like. Yeah. I think that, um, there's probably a lot of people like you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed. There's, you know, 
there's not a, a market for human flesh. I mean, I know that there is a market for human flesh, but like, you know, I hope that that's not something that you're going to get into anytime soon. Oh, no, I'm not no? considering it right now because I remember I'm vegan. That's right. You're a little bit better than everybody else in the world right now. <laughs> You're just doing your part. My IQ like shot up 20 points because mm-hmm. I'm vegan. Yeah. <laughs> like you have perfect hair now. You can play the guitar really well. My you nails get psychic are powers. Yeah. <laughs> I was referring to Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Do you remember the vegan guy that had like the superpowers? His eyes glowed and his hair was perfect. Oh, he was dating the musician. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Envy. Yeah. Because and what killed him was the um, soy milk no, or the, the real milk. Yeah. Because he yeah. wanted soy milk in his coffee. Well, his vegan, his, the vegan police came and caught him and they were like, that's your third <laughs> yeah, misdemeanor or whatever. And they were like, he was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you ate cheese. And he's like, I didn't know I eat cheese. And he's like, you had chicken whatever. And he's like, I didn't know that was chicken. And they're like, yeah, you're lying. And so they took all away all of his superpowers. Woo. That's what he gets. Yeah. It's my favorite. Um, cool story, bro. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. The dead animals with the glass on the road disturb yeah, me. It's weird. Uh-huh. I think that um I think that this woman's intuition um was yeah. spot on. I so I think that this woman's gut saved her. I think um the dead animals was like a bad sign yes or a warning of some sort yes like like she says you're not supposed to go more than like five or ten miles an hour and what i imagine is her going up that mountain road is it's probably a um it's probably a dirt road it's probably narrow and it's probably scary. Yeah. So nobody wants to go up that road fast. Um, so the dead animals, what the fuck are those? Yeah. Are they just people being careless? And if people are out there just killing dead animal or killing, <laughs> killing dead animals, if people are just <laughs> out there, <laughs> no, right. Stupid killing animals yeah. for, you know, you don't be out in there horrific ways. Yeah. You don't want to be out there around those because people. Because they're sociopaths or psychopaths. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing is, like, let me just tell you, never, ever, 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 ever follow voices into a forest. <laughs> like, that's just a great rule no matter what. Like, no matter if it's a Wendigo or if it's a murderer, like, just don't fucking do it. Nothing good comes of being lured into a fucking forest. So no. I'm proud of you, girl. I think girl, you did go, the right girl. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I definitely agree. It's creepy as fuck. I don't know about Wendigos not having familiar voices luring you. Right. But you did the right thing. And I'm glad you learned about Wendigos. Also, while you're at it, I need you to go ahead and look up, um, Skinwalkers. And I need you to steer clear of those whenever... You're going camping. <laughs> Don't talk about them while you're camping. Take white ash with you or salt and salt. And um, just, you know, be cautious. 
Am I right? You're right. I know. Do that. <laughs> Anyways, those are our stories for today. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed that depressing first part. Yeah, it's a good part. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was all me. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. We all it's have those right days. Now. Yeah. So, um, if you would like for us to read your stories, please send them to us at I Have a Strange Story podcast at gmail.com and we will read your stories out loud on this show so you can be famous yeah and um subscribe rate and review us um give us a nice review if you would and if you do give us a review um take a snapshot of that baby send it to our email address with your physical uh mailing address and we will mail you some physical stickers if you'd like to mail us your story or something weird um, send it to P.O. Box 2292, Georgetown, Texas. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-E. <laughs> G-E-O-R-G-E-T-O-W-N, Texas. 78627. And I guess until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.